Welcome to the Woven Well podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Estes. I'm a certified fertility care practitioner with a master divinity degree. Each episode will cover a topic that helps educate and empower you on your fertility while honoring the deep connection your fertility has with your faith. Let's get started. I believe that a part of empowering and educating women is to connect them with other women that are on the same journey. That's why we'll sometimes have episodes devoted to hearing the fertility journey of one of the women who are a part of Woven. Whatever your situation, whatever your fertility goal, it can feel isolating, but there is a whole community of women out there asking the same questions you are. That's why I'm excited to welcome one of the women asking those good questions to the podcast today. Anna and I began working together several years back, and it has been so fun to see her love for all things faith and fertility grow through her journey. So Anna is married and has already traveled across the country in her almost three years of marriage with her husband, who's in the Army, and she also works for the Army as an athletic trainer. Over the last two years, she and her husband have been openly seeking to grow their family biologically. So Anna, thank you so much for being on and for being willing to share your story with us. I am so happy to do so. I, you know, I'm a big advocate for community, especially in the trying to conceive and infertility community. Because it's so needed. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're taking part. So why don't we start off by you sharing an overview of your fertility journey thus far? I know there's can be a lot when you ask anyone that question, but anything you'd like to share with us? Right. So my husband and I started trying to conceive pretty early on in our marriage. Um, I had been on birth control for 10 years prior to marriage, got off and was told I would have no issues getting pregnant. Um, Here we are two years later. And obviously that wasn't the truth um, for me personally. Thankfully, I met some wonderful women in my Bible study group who introduced me to Creighton. And through that, I was um, (laughs) introduced to natural technology, which what a blessing it has been because I have been able to work with wonderful clinicians in multiple practices and fields who not only share my faith and understanding, but truly advocate for the best health of women, especially those struggling with infertility issues. Um, so I've gone through two surgeries so far, lots of supplements, lots of blood work. And even though we have not achieved a pregnancy yet, we've had a lot of non-pregnancy wins and successes with my body. I love that perspective. I love that. For First of all, you're already acknowledging the win that's a part of it, that you've learned so much about your body and about your health overall, which is great. And so on this podcast, we talk frequently about the medical side of fertility. And I know even from what you've just said that that's been an important part of your journey, a major part of your journey as well. And of course, you and I have had the opportunity to work together for years. And I've seen you connect with, as you mentioned, like-minded doctors and discover more and more information about your fertility and your health. So what has that aspect of things meant to you in this journey? I have learned so much about my body and about women's bodies and the reproductive system that in mainstream medicine, you don't see. These doctors truly advocate for our health and are looking for the root causes of all these issues. Because even if you're, you know, 
even if they're not trying to get pregnant, they're trying to improve your life and the quality of it, not just trying to band-aid issues. Um, I've had the privilege of working with three different NAPRO doctors <laughs> since I have made a few cross-country moves. Um, and I've had two surgeries with the St. Paul um, Institute in uh, Nebraska. And so with that, I was early diagnosed with PCOS um, and Hashimoto's. Thankfully, because my first doctor did a thorough panel of blood work when I, as soon as I started seeing him. What a um, gift. I don't have the usual story. Like I hopped right into NAPRO technology. Mm. So I, it's been a blessing that I didn't have to go through a lot of struggles that a lot of other women did. Because I just found a great <laughs> doctor right off the bat. Yes. Um, and even as you mentioned earlier, them advocating for you as well them mm -hmm. advocating for your health from the very beginning Absolutely. you're right yeah. that is not the average story at all no. yeah with that after we moved to kansas where i currently am i found a great another uh natural doctor um who's been monitoring my cycles keeping my blood work on and you know we had an achieved pregnancy we actually suffered a miscarriage while we were here and we looked at all that evidence and, you know, she said, on your terms, we can move forward with further treatment. And so for weeks, we suspected endometriosis based on my charting mm. um, and some other symptoms, which if I didn't chart my cycles, I would not be aware of any of this. Um, so creatine has been a blessing, truly. It's amazing what it can reveal, isn't it? Right. It's been fantastic. And so... With my doctor's blessing here, I was referred up to the St. Paul Institute, uh, the Sixth Institute in Nebraska, where I had um, the first diagnostic, diagnostic surgery to confirm the endometriosis, which we did find. And second, also to do an ovarian wedge resection. So that was my second surgery was an ovarian wedge resection and then an endometriosis removal. Um, and, you know, that's been about three months now since my second surgery. I'm feeling great. Um, my cycles have regulated a ton. <laughs> I know yes. we discussed the changes from when I first started to now, and it's night and day. It's been fantastic. Huge, huge shifts. Right. And of course, it's not a quick change. It's time and patience. Sure. You're talking about the, the time and the patience, and yes, it, is, it does take time and patience, but mm -hmm. Your point earlier of mentioning, I wonder where you would be in your journey if you hadn't had those resources. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've thought about that aspect of I your journey so far. Me either, and I actually don't want to think about where I could have gone if I didn't find the right doctors at the right time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's point. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Which is why we talk so much about getting people connected to these resources mm -hmm. and why you're so grateful to your friends in the Bible study group for connecting yeah. you to Creighton, you know, mm -hmm. grateful for local NAPRA resources and why we talk about these over and over and over again. Um, so yes, I'm so glad you had those accesses mm -hmm. to so many different doctors and specialties, able to have those surgeries that you needed. 
And we talk a little bit about both of those in some other episodes if people want to know more detail about endometriosis or PCOS. We even mention ovarian wedge resection. But I'm glad that you've seen such a change just three months out from that surgery, already noticing a night and day difference. It's been fantastic. (laughs) Yes. So you've shared with me outside of today's episode, how your faith has been affected through this entire process. And as you know, it can be such a challenging journey to try to grow your family biologically. It's not always what your doctor told you, come back in a couple months, you know, you've been on birth control for 10 years, but you know, it'll happen quickly. Uh, That's not everyone's story. Um, So I'd love for you to share with us like how your faith has transformed this process for you. I don't think I would be where I'm at without my faith. It has played such an integral role in a choosing my providers. um, And without the support of clinicians that you know, understood where I'm coming from, that I truly wanted to value what was going on in my body. That was a huge role. But initially I was like, you know, we got this, we're going to do this and praying all the time to God that like, you know, blessed me with a child, like I would do anything. And as time progressed and then eventually we lost the pregnancy and we lost that child, it was really difficult. And I'm like, you know, I felt abandoned and lost. And the cross of infertility is really, really hard to carry. I prayed that, you know, take this cup for me. I don't want this. I realized that this is God's will for me. And that's not always pretty. And it's not always the journey that you think you're going to be on. But when you realize that you have to hand it over to God mm. and give Give up the con- the circle of control, <laughs> right? What yeah. can I control here? What perspective do I have? Where am I focused? It really, once I kind of transitioned into that mindset of I'm going to give this to God and whatever his plan is for us, whether that be to conceive a child naturally and be able to have children biologically or not, that's okay. Not what I always like. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. always going to be easy. So I've been really blessed to have amazing friends who are supportive, understanding family. And like I said, people like you who will walk, have been walking through this with me from day one. Yeah, It's a big transition and it's not easy. But once you realize that you don't have to carry this cross by yourself mm. and that you do have a God on your side and he is just willing to be there with you every single step of the way. And I understand that you have friends in your church and random people that walk into your lives at the right time. You'll understand that it all works out for good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talking about God's providence, like we did in our our last checkup is my second surgery um, happened during, uh, actually both my surgeries happened during a time where I was unemployed. (laughs) How perfect was that, that I was able to have the time to recover from my surgeries, not have to worry about work. And then once I was healed, I went back to work. And it's like, wow, "Wow, this was perfect timing. Yes. How much more stressful it would have been to have to take off work and do all these things and be stressed about coming back. God gave me the time that I needed to do what I needed to do for my body. Mm. You know, placing me close to a local fantastic doctor um, here in Kansas. Who would have thought? 
So seeing God in these very practical ways of providing, Mm -hmm. whether it's a doctor or it is the perfect situation to have the surgery or, you know, Mm -hmm. so obviously present and guiding and providing along the way, but also it sounds like really changing what you're praying for and Mm -hmm. what your relationship with God itself is like through this journey. You mentioned going from praying, Lord, I'll do anything if you bless us with a child to Lord, whatever your will is, Mm -hmm. be with us. Absolutely. And that's a huge shift. That's a huge shift. What do you feel like it was that helped you experience that shift and, and made that feel open and peaceful and okay to change that prayer? I had a very wise woman tell me um, that when you're praying for something big, visualize Jesus in front of you and you literally handing that fear over or handing that desire to him and realizing that he has it in his hands and it's not on you mm. how about to worry about we're not supposed to have anxious we're not supposed to worry we're supposed to have faith and to have hope in the promises of our lord yes yeah. thank the lord for spiritual mentors <laughs> because we all need them <laughs> and thank the lord for god's promises that those are things that we can always rest on and come mm-hmm. back to. And the promise here is not that every couple is going to have a baby. No. The promise here is God's faithfulness and God's goodness and mm-hmm. richness and mercy and love and faithfulness to the end of our days in a, in abundance. Absolutely. And that that's a beautiful gift in and of itself. Not that <laughs> it doesn't still stink. <laughs> not that the journey is not still rough and challenging with its ups and downs, um, but we do have the promises of God to land back on. Mm, that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I would love to hear what's one piece of encouragement that you'd like to share with anyone else who may be listening who's on a similar journey. Right. First off, you're definitely not alone. And that's the biggest thing. It's a very isolating journey. Um, I have been pretty open with my struggles with infertility and all the things that go along with it. And, you know, I don't always, I'm an external processor, so I share Uh on social media and with my friends and with my families. So having someone to walk through it with you has been fantastic the other thing is the perspective you have on it so my wise doctor here in kansas sat me down and she said you know you have been given the cross of this is the cross that you have been given but it's up to you how you carry it what are you going to create out of this so you can either be upset and be down and be sad or you can take this ugly cross and turn it into something beautiful and so it's not always easy. I don't always like it. I have really hard days sometimes. Yeah. But I know that everything that I'm doing and have been suffering will be redeemed. Yes. At some point. 
Yes. And I love that, Anna, because it is God who redeems our stories. It is God who redeems our brokenness and our sufferings. Mm -hmm. And even when we have days where we can't make something pretty out of it, (laughs) (laughs) even when we can't make it make sense or make it look pretty or make something productive out of it, God is still redeeming and God is still good even in those moments too. Thank you so much for sharing all of that and just being willing to be vulnerable and open about your story online, here on the podcast, you know. Um, I've said this many times here at Woven Well, but that each fertility story is unique, Mm -hmm. but the feelings and the hopes and the struggles and the fears are often the same. And so it makes a big difference for women and for couples to know that they're not alone. So thank you for being willing to share your part of your story. I'm always happy to be there for other women. It's one of my favorite things to do now. Um, It's not always the club you want to be in, but at least you have someone to walk there with it. Now, if anyone listening would like to follow Anna's story and all she's learning, you can find her on Instagram at empowered underscore cycles. And to those listening, your story may be similar to Anna's, or it may be completely different. You may be single and interested in finally learning how your body works, you know, how was it designed to function. You may be newly married and trying to avoid pregnancy, any other scenario. Uh, But what Anna practices and what we teach at Woven Natural Fertility Care is the Creighton Method. And we use it because it works with any possible cycle for any possible goal. If you would like to learn more about that, we would love to invite you to attend our introductory session coming up in a couple weeks. It's a great online group presentation that teaches you all the basics about Creighton and what your body is actually doing. So you can find out more about that at wovenfertility.com join us. As always, thank you for listening as we continue to explore together what it means to be woven well. Well,